Amen. God bless Pastor Derek Fletcher on today. Amen. I'm going to share with you an excellent word. The title of the lesson on today is At the Gate Beautiful. We're thankful to God on today. Derek Fletcher from Yes and Amen. We thank you, Father, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. I can search, yes, throughout all the lands, throughout all, all the places, and can never find no one like you. No one who is so wonderful, no one who is so is excellent in you and all the earth. And so we thank you, Father, for your word on today. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for your word. Thank you for your guide. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for the finished work of the cross. And so we thank God for today. And so on today, we are going to share a little bit of Acts chapter one, chapter three, verses one through six. And so let's take a look at that. The gate beautiful. And yeah, let's just be led of the Lord, Pastor Derek Fletcher on today from yes and amen. And so the gate, beautiful. There's many minds, mentalities toward what the meaning of the of a place that's beautiful uh, from the natural and from the spiritual. Here we see a, in the book, we see a compare and contrast. We see two perspectives. One Literally, one is of Peter and John, and the other one is of the man who is at the gate. And we see two expectations. We see two places, glory to God, of accountability, of expectation. One from the mindset of the crippled man that was at the gate. The other one from Peter and John. So there's two... uh, two dichotomies of perspective that's going on. I guess I could use that as a word in this case. Um, And so fundamental, there's an expectation that I receive money uh, for my work at the gate of every day I come and and I, I, you know, beg for alms and it's tradition that the people that are coming out of or going through the temple would give alms gifts to the poor. And so we had a man that was lame. So he was lame. And so the mindset of the Hebrew tradition was that someone in his family had sinned. And so in this case, you know, uh, was probably his expectation that there would be alms that would be given. Well, how many of you know that sometimes your situation may not dictate the natural solution. In his mind, he was thinking, hey, man, I just need a little money. The natural cause and effect of where you're at and your position does not necessarily dictate that money will be the trace item that's going to get you out of your situation. Glory to God. And so the man had a mindset that he was going to ask for money for whatever, for dinner that night or 
for whatever he needed because he was lame. He couldn't work. And so he couldn't collect a living from that aspect. How many of you know uh, that sometimes from the natural aspect of things, I might be in a position where the money is what I think I need from the natural, but God has a whole area of elevation that he wants you to get corrected and cause corrected in the spiritual realm. And so the gift that John and Peter had for him was a spiritual gift to reset him, to set him afresh and anew, a mid-course correction to get him off of that mindset that I'm a cripple and I need money. Well, God has a direction that he wants you to go in and it's not always apparent to the natural man. It's not always apparent to the fleshly man, glory to God. And so here we see that Peter and John offer him something that supersedes what the natural man needed, that supersedes, <coughs> that bypassed the norm of tradition. Some people are failing in life because they are caught up in tradition. They're caught up in the mindset of what their mother and their father has passed down to them. But Jesus said that I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Well, the man at the gate, beautiful, he was begging a man for life of necessity. But how many of you know that John, Peter and John delivered him much more than that? He delivered to him a wholeness of aspect. Sometimes we're in the situation and the root cause is that we just need to be made whole. The root cause is that we need to come to ourselves in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And so when we see an example in Genesis, I believe it was about the 12th chapter, Abraham, I believe he got called out of the order of tradition when God told him to get up and get out of from your neighbors, uh, from your people, from Ur of Chaldees and by way of Haram, get out of there and move out. And so God called him to move out. So as a point of separation. And so the lame man was at the gate. He needed a point of separation to differentiate him from the other people that were there at the gate. And so Peter and John understood that. And they said, hey, we're not going to help you with silver and gold because that's not what you need. And so Abram, at the time, he needed to be separated from his family to hear more from God, to hear about the spiritual downloads of his destiny and the things of God. He needed to hear that not just he was a singular father or potential father of one, but a father of many nations. He needed to understand that he needed to go from kingdom to another kingdom to understand and to get the revelation and that God said that I'll bless them that bless you. I'll curse them that curse you. And so those that plotted evil against Abram, amen, the, the rulers of Pharaoh uh, of, of Egypt and the, the other ruler, 
had revelation that they wasn't supposed to hurt this man or kill him. And they said, oh, get out of here, man. And by the way, takes some silver, some gold, take some, some cattle, some sheep. Take, take this stuff and get out of here, man, because you are tied up in the things of God. And so let's go back to the gate of beautiful. At the gate of beautiful, at the place and the mindset of what beautiful is, there's different perspectives that come into play about what beautiful should be, about what wholeness and completeness that, <coughs> that God has. And so Peter and John had a separate revelation. They didn't have silver and gold, but such as they had, they rendered unto the man. And so Abraham, as he came back from the valley of Shiva, the, 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 the place of spoil, the place of blood, he had in a revelation because the kings were there. They were waiting for <laughs> they were waiting for their silver and gold. And it was an epiphany moment for Abraham. Abram. As he was approaching, glory to God, he saw Melchizedek, uh, Prince of Salem, Prince of Peace, in a priestly robe with wine and with bread. And so he had, Abram had a, an epiphany moment. God will move you from your comfort zone. He'll move you from the place of familiarity into a zone, into a place where he wants to reveal himself to you totally. And so Abram had a revelation. Abraham, he understood that I won't take a lint or a thread and say that Abraham has made Abraham rich. Abraham understood, or Abram understood the source of his riches and increase, that it wasn't on his natural ability. It wasn't on hinged upon anything other than him giving that tenth and releasing it to God. And so when we are at the gate, beautiful, and, and Peter and John, and, and, and it was the hour of prayer of the ninth hour, glory to God. We're going to get to the scripture in a minute, glory to God. And so Peter and John had a revelation. They didn't have money, but such as they had, they rendered unto the man, which was everything. It was a total recall of the sin nature that was upon him. Glory to God. There was a total recall. And now he had an abundance of spiritual blessing from God to be able to then work and, and to be an entrepreneur before he had crutches against him. He had an, a, a thing of sin against him because he was lame. And so God did to Abraham. He freed him from the traditions and the mundane things of his family order. And so he had to separate him. And so similar to this, the man that was at the gate, beautiful, he rendered his stuff and set up a man. And he was separated from the norms of what his family was because he could not provide for them. And so we're going to get into this now. So, and remember that your position and your mindset is more than what you're thinking from the natural. There is a sense of, of addedness in the spirit that you can tap into and supersede that which is of the natural. And so what Peter and John offered to the man at the gate beautiful was an exceeding expectation of just silver and gold. He was made whole. He was rendered free from the sins of his father's glory to God. And so when we see Abraham, and he gets out and he moves out 
from the place of familiarity and from the place of tradition, God was freeing him from the traditions of his fathers, from the traditions of his uh, uh, original tribe to make of him a new nation and a great nation. And so we see here now, amen, we can, we ready now, we can get to the scripture. And so now Peter and John, amen, went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour, which is about three o'clock in the afternoon. So they were in the temple, amen. And, and, and they must have received an extra revelation from God. They must have went. And, and so we need to pour out to God so we did we can get an extra revelation, amen. That homeless person that's on the block, amen. The solution to what they need may not be the fact that they need a dollar or two, amen. The solution to what they need is that they come to themselves into the power and understanding of who God is, that God is the God of multiplication. He is the God of increasing more than enough that they come to the rightness of their mind because most of all the people, not all, but most, the majority of people that are homeless are, are glory to God. They are due to mental incapacitation and which rendered them either unemployed or unable to work. And so there was either a, a mental treatment or a situation that caused them to either get fired and be dismissed from their jobs. And they they were not, amen, dealt with from the natural area of, of healing, but more so from the spiritual aspect of healing. Because typically mental illness is generated because a person's gotten lost in an area of life and they forgot it and have taken their mind and their eye off of the prize of God and the Holy Spirit on the inside, regenerating them and working through them. And so Peter and John had to go up at the hour of prayer to get reset, to get regenerated, to get postured and positioned before the Lord, that their mind be regulated and be moved and be purged from the natural things of the world and so that they can receive revelation from God, the direct outpouring. And so most people that are homeless or stuck on drugs, it's because their mind has been deviated or turned. And so this man who approaches Peter and John, glory to God, it was normal for him of the course of the day to reach out and to seek and to get glory to God, those things, hallelujah, that reference his natural need by standing at the gate beautiful. And so in verse two, it says, and a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried. Amen. So who sinned? Did the father or the mother? And so he was known from day one as a lame man whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is also called beautiful. Glory to God. He had not had a point of separation between his birth and his adulthood. He had been associated with the traditions of his house and the sins that were imputed upon his family on him. 
glory to God, he had not known a separation of tasking of the natural man and an acceptance of his spirit and and the inheritance that God had for him. And so he was laying there, hey amen, at the gate of beautiful. And so for some people, beautiful means that I need to get welfare. Glory to God. Beauty might mean, you know, food stamps have been passed down as tradition in my household. And, we, and that's just a part of it. We got to have them. Hallelujah. But how many of you know that God, has an image of you that's more beautiful than what you could even understand in your mind and in your head. And so this man that was at the gate of beautiful, hallelujah, was just going on about his way from the natural sense and the natural mindset of tradition. How many of you know that when you approach a man of God, such as Peter and John, and they're at the hour of prayer. Anything is likely to happen. A spiritual move and rebuilding is about to happen. So they are set and God has downloaded into them. And they didn't have, they had something more valuable than silver and gold. And that was the thing that this man needed. Amen. So he was there asking of them amen, that entered into the temple, glory to God, of alms, asking them, because that was the tradition, but God wants to supersede the tradition of your life. He wants to pour into you a new spiritual download and a position that's new to your mind, amen, but it's old to him because he has called you and designed you to do these things of normal, but also greater things, greater things of multiplication. And so this man is there, amen. And he must have saw Peter and John. He must have saw them. They must have stuck out. He said, man, I know these brothers have some money. Man, I know these brothers gonna bless me well so that I can eat and do what I need to do because of the tradition, collecting alms. And so Peter and John about to go, <laughs> <clears throat> into the temple uh, and asking alms. They were about to go. Hallelujah. They are about to go and they were prepped and ready to receive down low from God. And so uh, Peter and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. He said, man, look at us. Sometimes God just will send someone who is blessed and that's going to speak life into your life that's going to speak recovery into your life that's going to increase you and give you new revelation about the natural but by the spirit superseded and they fasten their eyes upon him like man what this guy want we about to go in and pray and so and then he said i and he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something from them Amen. If you ever notice, amen, an individual that's begging for money, amen, they are looking and scanning. They have surveilled cars and, and they're expecting, and, and you know, there's a head nod or a bob to affirm and confirm that they can come and get that money. But how many of you know <clears throat> you might be homeless or in a place of, of disadvantage, but 
It may not be money that you need. It may be a position that you need to be made whole. It may be a position that your spiritual man needs to understand your revelation is in Christ Jesus and that your inheritance is absolute and that through Christ Jesus, you have life and abundance and God is waiting for you to make a choice. He's waiting for you to make a choice, but not only to make a choice, but to enact about it. Amen. And then glory to God that every man should work out his soul in salvation through fear and trembling. That I, We studied that today. And so it just fit right in there real nice. And so you are to give reverential understanding to God, to revere him, to fear him, revere him as a important part and a God, big G of your life, the one who knows you, the one who poured down into you, the one who has all that you need, the one who is the, has the cattle on the thousand hills, the fairest judge of all time. And so this man gave him the proverbial head nod, like, what's up, brothers? It's time for me to collect that money, that arm, and y'all know what I'm talking about. That's what that's what the homeless people do. Y'all know we want money. But he they fasten their eyes on that dude and say, man, we ain't got no money. We don't have no money. But we we're about to blow and shake this guy's mind up. And so as they fasten their eyes on him, they must have got a revelation from God. Say, man, we don't have no silver and gold, but we're about to give him something to make him whole, amen. God took Abram from being small time to understanding, <laughs> to understanding multiplication and multiply. He took him and he showed him the stars in the sky. He said, man, look. He said, man, you obey and serve me. I will make your name great. I will curse them that curse you I will bless them that bless you. Matter of fact, man, look up at the stars in the sky. I'm going to make you of a great nation. Your seed is going to exceed the stars in the sky, right? And he before God, man. And so so they open up, Peter and John, man, they open up this guy. They spiritually cracked him open. And so not only that, but God spoke to him. Amen. And it was past the age of Abraham. It was an impossibility. Amen. He he was spiritually disabled and God had to separate him and dismantle him from all that he knew. And so very similar in this case, the man had to be reformed and so that he could understand that it wasn't alms God wanted him to multiply and increase in a big way. That's what happened to Abram, man. He, he, he started being obedient to God and he started realizing he didn't have a seed. He said, man, God is talking to me about multiplication. Um, you know what, God? He started to say the same thing, the same mindset that God had before him. And he began to say, God, I don't even have a seed. I'm We passed the barren age, but I need a seed, man. My head servant is going to take all of the stuff in my household, and I don't even have a servant, right? God told him first, 
he's going to make of him a great nation, right? And then he says, you'll see going to be greater than the stars in the sky. Then he said, matter of fact, the dust on the earth, your seed is going to be great. <laughs> then that. And so God took this man that was at the alms collecting stage and he applied the principle of multiplication and recovery to him. And so Peter and John says, hey, and he gave heed to them expecting to receive something of them. He said, man, I'm expecting something. I'm, I'm you no, know, y'all gonna have to give up something, right? And he didn't know that his openness toward expecting something was the ultimate spiritual release that he needed to increase and to grow. So his ultimate was this. Amen. It's on six now. This is I, I love this, man. I love this because your experience at the gate of beautiful, right? From the natural mind, it's going to alter into shift according to what God will have you to have. And that's what happened. Peter and John, man, they got another revelation at the gate of beautiful. And they interjected, they interjected, they interjected into the man's life and, and create a turbulent flow. And they disrupted the order and the tradition of man. That's what he did with my man, Abram, disrupted the tradition, disrupted the flow that seemed natural and normal, you know, like the, the senses, right? Everybody got senses. Well, that's good. But there's a spiritual awareness that God has for you and, and it will supersede the natural. And when you receive glory to God, when you receive the supernatural, you're able to port it, right? Kind of like Star Trek. You're able to beam it from up high in heaven. You're able to beam it into the earthly realm. But he needs me and you. He needs men and women. So he needed Abraham to, to follow through because his father, Terah, didn't. And so here, God's going to recover this man. And so then Peter said to him, he said, silver and gold, I have none. He said, man, I don't have those silver and gold for you. You, you head nodding me. You're expecting some silver and gold. He said, but such as I have, I give thee. Man, he literally transformed the platform of his life and his mind. He spiritually disrupted the tradition of alms given in this man's life. The thing that seemed normal and seemed routine for him, God just took it and shifted it to another level. He says, hey, man, I'm about to give you something. I'm about to give you something. I know. I know. I know his country. He said, I'm about to transform and I'm about to blow your mind and I'm about to introduce you to an area where the traditions of your parents is going to be disrupted. God wants to disrupt the normal thought and the normal trend of your life. He wants to increase and grow you in an area that you didn't even think you had a gift or a talent. Amen. So he says, 
Glory to God. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Lazarus, rise up and walk. Well, what do you think he did? Well, we already know. He, man, he picked up his bed and that joker walked. And so we see at the gate of beautiful, there's many perspectives that people have. Some people say and think, well, you know what, man? I'm going to pay, play the lottery, and I'm going to get that million. Well, how many of you know it's the time and the resources that you spend playing the lottery, probability and statistics says you have a smaller ratio of success with getting that million. You have a better chance and your odds are higher by hustling your own business, by getting your own business. You're, you're in a better position and a higher probability factor that you'll get that million. Let me read. You say, rip, rip, rip. Let me, let's replay that. Playing the lottery versus establishing your own business is a higher probability factor with you in getting your first million with owning your own business versus the money and resources you'll spend playing the lottery. And so we see here this man at the gate, beautiful. He shows up in expectation that he was going to get some alms for today. He showed up like, man, I'm a, I need some money. I need some soup money. But God took him through the man of God and turned his world upside down. He took him from zero to being a hero. He took him from ashes and dust to multiplication and increase. He took him from a Lincoln penny, amen, to the level of Benjamin generator, glory to God. He took him from being at the gate of beautiful, amen, to a place of everlasting and increase. When you understand who the source is and you understand what the bounty of increase is, there's no more guessing. There's no more rearranging. There's no more of people pacifying your crippleness and carrying you to the gate of beautiful. You have been released and it took a man of God about to go into prayer. He said, man, he said, silver and gold have I none. I don't have no five spots. I don't have no 10 spots. I, I don't even have time to get you a bowl of soup. But in the name of Jesus Christ, boom, rise up and pick up your bed and walk. Amen. That's the word on today. The gate beautiful. Some of us are at the gate of beautiful and we have one set of mind on the success factor. And that's what the man had when he went to the gate of beautiful. But there were men of God that were about to go into praise that man, we don't we don't have time for this foolishness. We don't have time for you to keep coming to the gate of beautiful day in and day out. Man, we're just going to solve this and you're going to be able 
to walk such as I have I give to thee in the name of Jesus of Nazareth get up and walk everyone must must work out their soul and salvation including me including you and so the bounty of increase some people say well I'm just happy where I'm at but what about all the gifts, all the calls that God has placed within you to increase you, to grow you, amen? And it's not about what men say and do, but it's about all the gifts and obeying and serving him. Amen, that's the word on today, the gate beautiful. Where's your gate beautiful? What are you doing? Father, we thank you for your word, for your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. I adore you. I call out to you that your word is going forth throughout the world and throughout the land, Lord God, and that I need you to cover my household. I need you to cover my children. Lord God, protect them from the hand of the enemy and from the, the voice of division and deceit. We come against the enemy. Hallelujah. We speak now that we are continuous and forever going forward. In the name of Jesus, we declare you in the earth right now. We call out to you, Father, because those that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth. So open up our eyes of understanding that we hear and know and understand all of the great and excellent things that you have for us and in us. And so we thank you, Father, right now. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right. Be blessed on today. And we love you in the name of Jesus Christ.